0: everybody how the heck are you doing just did a uh, quick little screenshot for the thumbnail and if you didn't watch the youtube version you won't see what that is all right all right guys let's uh get into the show what's up guys hello welcome to episode four very weird this whole podcast thing I tell you what, very weird. I just get into a giddy mode once I start recording. And uh, I listened to the last episode, episode three. It sounded a bit trebly, so I apologize for that. I'm going to try and get my S together for this uh, episode here. So welcome to episode four, ladies and gentlemen. This episode is titled, How to Get Started with your fitness journey okay I'm gonna share a story about how I got into my fitness journey if you will okay let's make sure everything's working here I, I uh, tried to uh, test everything but uh, let's get ready to rumble. all right fair enough fair enough we are recording looking good got my notes We got our music. Everything's going. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for joining me again. You know, episode four. Here we are. We are cranking them out. And, uh, you know, I think it's getting a little bit better. So, yeah, like I said, I get a little excited. I just want to get, I just want to start acting silly once the uh, record buttons are on here. So we're going to change a few things. Number one, I'm going to try and refrain from having such a potty mouth. Yep, it has come to my attention that I swear a lot on this show. So I'm going to refrain from doing that as much as I possibly can. And what else? We've got some goals. I've set some goals for myself for this show. Uh, My first goal is to get 1,000 subs on the YouTube. Is that possible? Are we going to do that? Do we have? Let's see where we're at. I think we're at about 26 subscribers. Of course, I'm not logged in to my stuff here. Let's uh, let's just get a little bit of music going on, shall we? We can just sing some jingles while I get my act together. 27 subscribers, guys. We've got 27 subs on the YouTube. My first goal is to get 1,000. I want to get 1,000 subs. And then uh, I can possibly bump into doing some live streaming. That's where I want to take it. So I'd like to get 1,000 subscribers. Once I hit that number, I'm going to start live streaming this mug. So that'll be fun. All right. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Hide yourself. Okay it together all right guys <laughs> Woo! all right here we go it's friday night it's the last day of the month september 2022 and i thought that uh talking about my fitness journey would be a good little episode here you want to know why i was at the gym the other day and there's a fitness trainer that hangs out there and he was like he just kind of like talk to me for a minute you know we always say what's up to each other and he just he just asked me he's he's like yo man I see you in here grinding I see you in here all the time man you're grinding you're working hard I I, want to hear your story I need to know your story man so it's like it's like he just knew right away that I've got some kind of a story because you know I think people that go on a fitness mission a training mission if you will they everybody has some kind of story so I was like you right man I got a story dude I'd love to sit down and chat he said, uh, "Yo, man, I'm I'm busy, right? I got this training group coming in, blah 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 blah. Super busy. It's crazy, but uh, would love to sit down and you know hear what you have to say about what you how what brought you here." And so I told him, "I was like, yo, dude, I've got a podcast, you know. Uh, I think uh, I think I might talk about that on the show, dude. Once I record that, I'll send you a link. Anyways, that's what inspired today's show. So, without further ado, shall we just go ahead and?" Get into the show. Yes, we should. I have numerous copyright claims on my YouTube videos. I wonder why. It's because I steal music and I put it out on the internet and uh, I get copyright claims. So I'm going to try and not get a copyright claim on this video. I'm going to try and not use curse words on this video so anyways welcome everybody welcome 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 all right so let's go ahead and dive right in to the fitness oh goodness gracious let me adjust the mic dudes i'm sorry i'm sorry everything's got to be perfect everything's just got to be perfect okay all right Welcome everybody. All right, let's go. Let's talk about let's talk about health and fitness because that is super important to me. It is super important to tons of individuals out there, and uh, I want to get to uh, tell you guys how I became obsessed with fitness. Okay. So, uh, let's go for it. All right. So, um. I thought about it, thought about it long and hard, and I realized there's three major components that I like to call the LDC. What's that, Ryan? It's the LDC. Thank you. Thank you very much. What is the LDC, Ryan? You, uh, you ask? Okay. The LDC is the three-step process. It's the three main ingredients to enduring a health and fitness journey. And I like to call it the LDC because, number one, this is the number one most important rule that I believe in, and that is to love yourself, all right? number Rule number one is to love yourself. That's what the L stands for in LDC, okay? So... You need to learn how to love yourself, right? I, myself, didn't really like who I was for a really long time. You know, deep down, kind of didn't like myself. But once I started to actually put myself first and love myself and love who I am, I began just caring about my health, you know, more and more and more. And uh, I can care about others when I care about myself. All right? That's number one. The D in LDC stands for desire. Desire. Yes, you need to have a strong, burning desire to take care of yourself, to put your health first, all right? You need to love yourself, number one. And then number two, you need to have a desire, a strong, burning desire to take care of yourself and your health. You need to put your health first, all right? That's the D in LDC. Now, the C stands for Commitment. All right. Commitment. You need to commit yourself to having discipline. All right. So the LDC is love yourself, desire and commitment. All right. Commitment to discipline yourself, to put yourself through these conditions that are involved when you start to step up your health and your fitness. You need to eat right. Cook your own food. You need to eat in a calorie deficit if you're trying to maintain your weight or lose weight. And you need to just have that discipline to go to the gym and just to stay on top of it. You know, Because at first, it it might be kind of hard, but after a while, it becomes really easy. And then there's days when you don't want to go to the gym. This is what people say all the time. You see this all the time. People say, you think I wanted to go to the gym today? You think I wanted to go? Hell no, I didn't want to go, but I'm here. You know, and and sometimes I ask myself that. Do, do I really want to go to the gym today? Hell yeah, I wanted to go to the gym today. All right? Of course. I wake up in the morning, and I think about my day, and going to the gym is part of my day. So you gosh darn right I want to go to the gym. All right? So... Uh, LDC Love yourself Desire Commitment Alright So I learned How to love myself With the help Of a few of my friends Alright Now I want to tell you A short story About uh, One time I was over at my friend Van Zell's Apartment And uh, he lived in Bellevue Newcastle To be exact And I was hanging out with him And our buddy Flynn And around this time, it was maybe 2017, and you guys heard the story before. We were both on our healing journey, trying to get better, better ourselves. So one day, we were just hanging out, having dinner over at good old Van Zell's house. So, we were chilling, just kicking it, having a good time, talking, BSing. And then Van Zell says, hey, man, you want to pull an affirmation card? And I was like, what's that? He's like, I got a deck of cards. They're called affirmation cards. You want to pull a card? I was like, you bet your ass. Yeah, I do want to pull a card. Give me them cards. So he uh, busts out his little deck of affirmation cards. I don't know if you guys have these or have seen them. Maybe we could uh, look it up real quick. Affirmation cards? It doesn't matter. You can, you can figure it out. Anyways, these are just cards, like a deck of cards. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're like tarot cards, but they're just called affirmation cards because when you pull a card, it it, it pulls up an affirmation that may or may not resonate in your life. And this card resonated like a mofo in my life. So... We are going to talk about that card. Now, this story was actually kind of difficult to tell every time I've told this story because it always sort of brings up some emotions in me, but let me go ahead and bang it out here. So, um, the affirmation, affirmation card I pulled, make sure we're still recording. Yep. Uh, affirmation arc. I I just pulled a card. He just shuffled up these cards and I pulled one of these cards and I read the card. I looked at the card. I looked at the card, and here's what it was. It was a card that had a little drawing. It was like a little cartoon animation drawing of, you know. It actually was a bunch of old women, these old ladies sitting in a movie theater with 3D glasses. So that's what the card looked like. It just looked like, uh, it was just a cute little... Let's see if I can uh, find it. I don't don't know if I can... uh... I don't know if I can look it up real quick. I'd love to have some kind of a uh, happy thought cards for kids. I don't know about that. I don't think this is it, sucker. Anyways, this cute little drawing. Um, it, was a bunch, it was like just a bunch of old ladies sitting in the theater, like facing, it was like as if the view was from the theater, the screen, looking at the crowd. So the crowd was like, You know, these little ladies with white Afro hair wearing 3D glasses. All right. And here's what it said. The card said this. It said, your life is like a movie. It's okay to give yourself an encore every once in a while. Boom. I was like, I read it. I pulled the card, I looked at it, I read it, and boom, it instantly resonated with me. <laughs> and uh, sure, like, Van Zell and Flynn are just kind of looking at me like, so, read your card, what's it say? And uh, it resonated with me so hard, I couldn't even talk. I was about to say some words and I just kept getting choked up. I just kept getting choked up, dude. I couldn't even speak. And they're just sitting there on the edge of their seat, like, What's it say, boss? What's your card say, dude? And I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even talk because it hit me so hard. So the card said, Your life is like a movie. It's okay to give yourself an encore. Every once in a while. I think that's what it said. Something along those lines. It's okay to give yourself an encore. And boom. What that meant to me? Because it just went to show of how much, of how hard I was on myself during those years in my life. And I was just coming out of that shell. I was just coming out of that shell of, you know, basically hating myself. You know, it's kind of weird to talk about, you know, I didn't expose myself a lot. I didn't talk about that stuff a lot back in those days, but there was, you know, the way I looked at it was, I, let's just say like your brain is your, is a house, right? Let's say like your whole body, your life, your existence is like a house. And you walk through this house, like the inside of your brain, right? The way you view yourself and everything about you. Let's say it's a house, right? And you can picture your house and you can picture these rooms and art on the walls and what you're, the, what this house looks like. And I essentially had this house in my heart and soul that I strongly disliked. I basically got so familiar with hiding in this little room inside my brain Inside my little soul house, if you will, I got so used to hiding in this one room where I absolutely was just disgusted with myself. I just did not like myself at all. You know, there was, I had my moments. I was positive, you know, like I was happy. But the, like I said before, like I said in uh, maybe episode one, I was kind of manic. I was kind of like a manic guy, like happy, but I could be ultra fucking. Whoops. I swore. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Way to go, bud. I use swear words, you guys. I'm going to try and not do that. Anyways. I uh, got familiar with this room in my soul house where I just, I painted so many negative pictures about myself basically. You know, I just didn't like who I was. I didn't, I was really hard on myself. That's what it was. That's basically all it is. You know, I was really hard on myself. And uh, when you're an artist, you're a creative person, a creative type, because I come from the music world. I used to write a lot of music and then I did photography. So I've always been a creative and I was always just super hard on myself all the time. I was always just so hard on myself. And that affirmation card when I pulled it, it uh, it just, sh- it just, it shines so much light on the fact that I had never given myself an encore. You know, your life is like a movie. It's okay to give yourself an encore, and boom! I tell you what, I cried like a little baby. I cried like a baby. My oh my, it was just, <laughs> yeah, that's right, I cried. So uh, it, was, it was a tough thing to deal with, but that actually really helped uh, move me forward into learning how to love myself. And I believe learning how to love yourself is something that you, uh, you need to acquire this skill. And uh, maybe some people are born loving themselves, and that's cool. But now, today, I'm obsessed with myself. I love me! Okay, today's going to be a little bit different. You know, I like myself. I really, really like me and part of this LDC little thing I came up with, loving yourself, that's number one. You need to be able to look in the mirror and love the person who is looking right back at you because I'm stoked to see myself, you know? That's also another thing about this fitness journey is that you start to fall in love with yourself and looking at yourself and being happy with who you are and how you look. It's pretty cool, you know? I spent so many years looking in the mirror just like not being happy, just thinking like, ah, that guy could use some work. Ugh, that guy, uh, he, he needs some work. He needs some work, dog. But shoot, I think there's nothing better than being able to look at yourself and essentially want to be like you. Just want to be like yourself. You know what I'm talking about? I think Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, you guys know who that guy is? Lil Wayne. He said that one time. He said he doesn't worry about anybody else in the world except the man in the mirror. He doesn't worry about anybody else. He doesn't think about anybody else. He doesn't envy anybody. He doesn't look at anybody, look up to anybody except the man in the mirror. That's who he looks up to. And I was inspired by that. So that's who I look up to. I look up to the man in the mirror. All right. That was the affirmation story. Now, I learned how to love myself. All right. Now, uh, let's go back into uh, like 2015, 16, 17. I was also experimenting with, uh, I started with a keto diet. I did vegetarian for a while. I did vegan, plant-based for a while, and I was not managing these diets very well. I absolutely was not managing these diets very well, so I was pretty unhealthy. Um, this led to let's let's jump into November of 2019. Now, in August of 2019, I had started uh, working as a listing agent in this community in Black Diamond for the new home builder that I work for. Very fortunate. And uh, I started in August. It's in Black Diamond. It's a community called 10 Trails. Shout outs 10 Trails. Come visit me. I'm there every weekend. Um, so I was there one day, and this happened in November 2019. Like I said, I was not always focused on my health back then. Even though I was, I was trying these different diets, I don't think I had the right frame of mind of... Or knowledge of how to basically get the proper nutrition. So I was doing plant-based, vegan, but then I did, you know, plant-based, you know, like I just ate anything that was just not meat or dairy. And uh, I just did not have a proper balance of like protein, carbs, and fats. I was not getting all my minerals and all my nutrients. So here's what happened. One day, you guys, I was sitting at this open house and my lower back was hurting. And now, lower back pain, that was nothing out of the ordinary. Um, in fact, in fact, I just thought it was normal little back pain, lower back pain. So it, it proceeded to get a little worse. It proceeded to um, just feel very inflamed. So I decided to uh, go upstairs in this model home, this house I was sitting at, and just lay on the floor. Now, I think this was like a Thursday. <laughs> I don't know why I remember it being a Thursday. But I used to work basically five or six days a week. I think our model home was open seven days a week. So this was just like kind of like an off day. And, you know, maybe 11, 12 in the afternoon, 12 in the afternoon. Noon! That's what they call it. Um, I just, my back was hurting. So I went upstairs and I laid down. And that did not help. I just noticed like, oh, this is not helping at all. This isn't helping. And then I went back downstairs and I can't stop thinking about this pain. Like it was just getting worse. It was like becoming like an excruciating pain. And I felt it in my lower back and it just just kept intensifying. And then all of a sudden, like I started sweating like my head. I just started sweating. And I was like, whoa, dude, this is like not good. Something's not good. Something is a boiling maybe. And then, here was the kicker. My freaking arms started to tingle. My little arms started to tingle. And I thought, all right, this is too much. This is too much. This is like stroke-level stuff. I think this is what happens when people get strokes. Their arms start tingling. Because my arms started tingling, boy. And that's when I got worried. So... The uh, girlfriend I had at the time, I called her and I was like, yo, dude, I think I need to call an ambulance because I feel effed. I feel totally effed. Mind you, I said I just started working at this community as a listing agent. So, you know, my money was still tight and I was still kind of in this. I still kind of had this broke mindset and I did not want to pay for an ambulance. I did not really want to call 911. I didn't have health insurance and I didn't want to pay for an ambulance. And of course, I'm a dude, and I just don't feel like it's hard to, like, ask for help. It's hard to go through pain and just realize something bad is happening because you just sort of, like, you have this mentality where you just want to tough it out. So, I was just trying to tough it out, but, dude, I was not being tough. So, called her. I was like, dude, I think I need to call an ambulance. I think I need to go to a freaking urgent care or something. Like, this is just not good, not good, not good. And then I decided, oh, actually, I even called the welcoming center at 10 Trails, and I talked to this girl. Maybe her name was Kate at the time, who was working there. And I told her the same thing. I was like, oh my god, dude, like, something's not good. I think I need to call the ambulance. She was like, yeah, call the ambulance. Freaking call 911. Oh my god. But I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that so here's what I did. I walked outside. I think I grabbed just a few of my things. I just walked outside because it was during construction hours. So I walked outside and I just found like a group of the contractors who worked for the company. They were just, you know, having a little meeting and I just barged right in. I was like hunched over, just kind of walking all slow. I just creeped up to them and I was like, Hey guys, dudes, Oh, something bad is happening. Oh God, like something really bad has happened. I need somebody to drive me to the emergency room. I need somebody to drive me to the emergency room. Like I need to go to urgent care. Please help me. Please help me. Please help me. And so they they kind of looked at each other and, uh, these were, you know, I worked for this Japanese American home builder. And so like, these were like Japanese dudes. So they're all kind of looking at each other. They're like, Oh, huh? and then they started talking in Japanese with each other. And I don't know what they're saying. But eventually they came out of their little huddle and they were like, "Okay. This guy's going to drive you to the urgent care. Like look it up on your phone. Let's, let's, let's find a place to take you." And so, he looks it up on his phone and uh, there's a place that's like 15 minutes away in Covington. Covington's just like right up the block, right up the street. It's like it's like the next town over. It's like one it's like next town up and over. So, there's an emergency care in Covington. And then uh, we just jump in his car, and he drives me to urgent care. All The whole ride there, dude, I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain, you guys. All right. I'll tell you. It was a kidney stone. All right? It was a kidney stone. I did not know this yet, okay? But I was in pain. Pain, 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 pain. So I'm on my way to the emergency room. Got my girlfriend on the phone. And I'm just like, I'm moaning the whole time. I was like, oh, 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 like every breath I took, I was just moaning with it because it was just that level of painful. So that was like a, that was like the longest 14 minutes of my life, dude, that I ever kind of went through. Um, most painful thing I've ever experienced. So I finally get to the emergency room. I have to check myself in. I walk in. You know, this is pre COVID, thankfully. And so I walk in, (laughs) I'm just like I'm just like, Oh my god, I'm in so much pain. I'm in so much pain. Something hurts. Something in my stomach hurts so bad. Like something hurts. Something hurts. It's not good. I need help. And then these ladies are just kinda looking at me like Um, so uh, you ever had a kidney stone before? And I'm like, No, I don't know, I don't think so. No. They're like, Okay. We'll go ahead and get you checked in. We'll do uh, one of those CT scans and uh, whatever else we got to do. Um, so they admitted me. They got me in a room. They booked me. I'm laying down. And I guess they gave me a CT scan. Does that sound right? Yeah, I went. I went. I just, they wheeled me over to this big machine. You know, after a while, I mean, this wasn't like right away. Like I was sitting in this room for a minute. And I remember some lady, some nurse came by, and she 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 wanted to register me. She's like, "Hi, I have to register you. How are you doing?" I'm just like, "Oh, oh my god!" Oh. Like that's what I was doing the whole time. Just like, oh oh oh, "Oh, oh, oh!" I was just in so much pain, and they were asking me. They're like, "Hey, Ryan, so what's what's your pain level? One through ten what do you think? One through 10. What's your pain level? I'm like, I'm like nine. It's a, we're coming in at a strong 9.5, 9.5. I'm like, okay. All right. We're going to register you a little bit later. We'll, we'll let you do your thing. We're going to register. We'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. And, uh, so they, they finally wheel me over. I do a CT scan. I'm trying to sit in this little freaking CT scan thing. It's a big, huge machine. If you've ever been in one, And I'm just moaning, dude. It's so painful, dude. It was the worst. So after that, they wheeled me back into the room. And it probably took, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour. I don't know how long exactly it took. But they gave me some morphine. Finally, they gave me some morphine. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the morphine kicked in. And the pain started to go away. God bless America. God bless America. Now, once the pain went away, it was like, oof, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That was just so relieving to, uh, you know, not be feeling that pain anymore. So I got to move on with my life. I was in there for a couple hours. Um, The dude who drove me, gosh, he like stuck around. He like stuck around and hung out and uh, was very nice of him. He was actually a Japanese, like, exchange student. I think his name was Ryu little photographer. He moved back to Japan. I think he just uh, got engaged. So congratulations to you, bud. I'll never forget you, my man. Um, He saved, he kind of saved my life. And I'm so thankful that he was there and took me to the hospital. So uh, anyway, so that was my kidney stone story. Now for the next 45 days, I experienced pain every single night for several hours because this kidney stone was just slowly passing through my uh, urinary tract basically it it was it was leaving my kidney so that was the initial pain and then you know it was bearable during the day but i just you still felt a little bit off like i just knew something was going on i couldn't like do ex- strenuous activities so i just i just kind of took it easy and chilled because dang at any moment this kidney stone could pop out and it actually took 40, 40 days for this dang thing to pass. And, yeah, it was painful and it really sucked. And then one day I was I was back there at the model home, you know, and uh, I went to the restroom. I'm just going to the restroom and uh, all of a sudden, like, boop, 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 I just I just whizzed it out. Yeah, I just whizzed it out, my guy. That was the kidney stone. And I still have it. I saved it. I don't know why. I think I still have it it's somewhere. It's somewhere around here. I've got it. I've got it. It doesn't matter. It's out there. Anyways, that was my kidney stone story. So that was the end of 2019. That's what led me into 2020, ladies and gentlemen. 2020, the year of our Lord. Um, kidney stone, that was the final straw. I had enough. I had enough with any sort of bad health. And you know, this is when I was also starting to slowly incorporate um, grass-fed ground beef back into my diet. So now I don't think the kidney stone was from that. I think the kidney stone was from dehydration and just calcification in my kidneys, um, mostly caused by dehydration and probably eating just BS foods and horrible oils, you know, because I had not really learned about that stuff yet. So right there at the beginning of 2020, I had discovered something called the CLF protocol. Now, the CLF protocol, I don't, I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, yes, I am. I am going to get into it. So we're not going to get like too crazy with it, or maybe we will. So the CLF protocol was... Um, brought to you by a man named Matt Blackburn. CLF stands for calcification, lipofuscin, and fibrosis. So in 2019, uh, Mr. Blackburn started the CLF protocol, and this was to help tackle the root cause of all disease. So essentially, the root cause of any discomfort or disease is uh, calcification, lipofuscin and or fibrosis. So, let's talk about this my fibros my fibrosis is um do I have anything on it? CLF protocol. Let's read about it, shall we? Here we go. These are three major things that accumulate in the tissues that cause all disease. They are calcification, lipofuscin and fibrosis. Calcification. The soil of our planet has an imbalance of minerals and has effectively calcified our bodies. Any tissue which has excess calcium is stressed and necrotic. Oxygen cannot get to the tissue, so the tissue dies. So, you need to reverse this calcification, and simple ways to do this is by drinking clean, purified water. Um, you can take shilajit and magnesium. So, I started taking magnesium, a bunch of it, magnesium bicarbonate. I started making my own magnesium bicarbonate, and then I started taking this stuff called shilajit. Shilajit is a condensed ecosystem in tar-like form, okay? It contains 84-plus known and unknown carbon-bonded organic minerals and also has fulvic acid. Plants are supposed to and used to secrete fulvic acid in order to bond positively, charged metals and form organic carbon-based mineral structures. All right, so basically, Shilajit just has a bunch of freaking minerals, and when you take it, you absorb these minerals, and it also depletes you of inorganic materials. And boy, oh boy, I tell you what, my life changed once I started taking Shilajit. Um, So... Due to acid rain, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Everybody is deficient in trace minerals and overloaded with calcium oxalate crystals in the tissues. Shilajit is therefore both a complete mineral source source, and potent dissolver of excess calcium in the body. Um, That leads us into the magnesium bicarbonate. Now, I started making my own magnesium bicarbonate. Magnesium bicarbonate is the most bioavailable form of magnesium and i believe magnesium uh it's it's responsible for like over 3000 um uh like i don't know uh, i don't know it's let's read about it freaking uh magnesium bicarbonate is a complex hydrated salt found in liquid form it is naturally present in pristine drinking water and not and found in foods Prior to the Industrial Revolution, when food was food, there was 84 organic plant-based minerals in the foods we ate, bicarbonate salts in the water we drank. It's impossible to get magnesium bicarbonate through eating food. So you got to make your own. Um, so some 60% of the human bodies contained within the bones, 25 muscles. Um, where is the, uh, where's that thing? Um. I don't know. Some 300 enzymatic processes within your body rely on magnesium. Magnesium plays a role in activating many enzymes in the body. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Magnesium plays a huge role in activating enzymes in your body. Okay. Also plays a role in maintaining the electrical charges of cells, especially in the nerves and muscles and in the muscle contraction and relaxation. Further, this mineral is involved in cellular functions such as energy production, cellular replication, lipid synthesis, and protein formation. It even contributes to bone formation and helps regulate calcium metabolism. All right, boys and girls. So these are the first two supplements I started taking. Um, magnesium helps fight osteoporosis. It prevents cardiovascular disease, helps regulate high blood pressure, treats diabetes uh, it's known to relieve chronic stress migraines insomnia and depression okay nerve pain and back pain are treated with magnesium so as you can tell magnesium is huge all right um, for what I understand magnesium is the first uh, first mineral to be depleted when you're in a stressed state. So I I drink this magnesium stuff every single day. Magnesium bicarbonate. If you guys want to learn how to make it, hit me up. I will be happy to share with you the recipe. So magnesium and Shelaji, These are the first two bad boys that I got started with. Okay. Okay. Now, what else did we do? Um. So... CLF protocol. All right. Uh, magnesium and Sheila jeet. Um, yeah, I get Sheila jeet from mitolife.co. That is Matt Blackburn's, um, company. Um, some people may like, or may not like this Matt Blackburn guy, but I trust him on, uh, several of his philosophies. He seems like pretty smart, dude. Some people think he's weird. He might be weird, but then again, we're all pretty weird. Um, he has a company called Life. I actually became an affiliate with this company. So if you go to mitolife.co, you can use discount code PMA15. Get yourself a little discount. The only reason I have the code is because it just gives me a discount. That's all it does. And I've had this for over two years, like two and a half years. Barely talk about it. But if you want to use that code to go get yourself a discount on your next order with that company, you can get some of the Sheila Jeep he has magnesium, Shilajit, vitamin K2, vitamin E. All right. So vitamin E was also something I started taking too. So, you know, I started small, but this was, this was the beginning of 2020 after the kidney stone. Um, Shilajit game changer, big time game changer. Another thing Shilajit did for me, it, it like intensified my dreams, like huge, uh, I've, I normally have like pretty intense dreams. But once I started taking Shilajit, this stuff, whoa, it turned my dreams from like little scenes, you know, like my dreams just used to be like these little scenes and it turned my dreams into like feature length films, like full on movies, like front to back, beginning, middle end, like huge, huge moments. Now, my dreams are still like that. Because I still take this stuff every single day. um. So I, I started doing those supplements. And basically it was really, I was in the process of like healing my metabolism and just trying to get my my base level, my base mineral, focusing on the mineral foundation of my body. And also I started doing home workouts in this shared living space that I lived in. Because I moved out of Seattle December 2019, moved into this, home in kent there was like five people living there now i had zero i had my credit was horrible at this time uh the relationship ended so i moved out of that apartment and i moved into this uh freaking kent house and uh it was owned by this dude named mark He, he was a pretty cool guy um, but yeah, it was like a shared living space just was not that sick, dude. You don't want to live with five strangers. It's, n- I mean, if, if you have to, you have to. And I had to do it. I was like 37 at the time, 38. So, um, I did do that. So I lived in a room. I rented a room, about 750 bucks a month. And in that room is where I started doing workouts. I started doing like core workouts, body workouts. Um, I was inspired by different fitness people on YouTube and freaking uh, like Instagram people one of them one of them was this guy named Chris Harrier I'll leave a link to his channel in the comments here i am not in the comments but in the description I'll leave a link to him and I'll leave a link to Matt Blackburn as well and uh, you can hit the myolife.co uh, link in there too if you want to go check out some of those supplements highly recommend and, uh, so Chris Heria, he was doing like calisthenics, body workouts, and I started following some of his program. Um, a few other people, a few other random, you know, folks on YouTube. I just started watching these like workouts, doing ups, sit-ups, all sorts of other core workouts, bendies and twisties and all sorts of stuff. You know, I didn't have any weights. I, I didn't have any weights or anything, so I was just doing body workouts, so. That was when I really started to focus on that in February of 2020. And then March, March 2020. What happened in March 2020, everybody? Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! That's right. Dr. Fauci in the house, everybody. Dr. Fauci! And the slouchy ouch. So... We all know the Pandeezy happened. The Pandeezy, easy for sheezy, my The Pandeezy went down, okay? So we were all on lockdown. So kind of kind of funny that I started focusing on my health like right in early 2020, February, started doing home workouts, right? I was stuck in a room basically already and then the lockdown happened. So it was like, it was like, I already had this like head start on being locked down. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Remember that one? (laughs) Yeah, so I just stayed home and kept working out. And it was just easy for me. Number one, I'm an introverted kind of guy. So I don't really care about going out into the public, into the public world and hanging out with folks. And, you know, staying home is really easy for me. So that was like no issue. I did not struggle right then and there. I just worked. I worked super hard. I worked, 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 worked. That's all I did. I sat in my bed and I just worked cranking shit out. Oops. I swore again, buddy. (laughs) Whoopsie daisy. So I was a listing agent boy and I was doing contracts. I was learning real estate in 2020. I was really learning real estate. There's another reason why I got into working out and that was because I also started riding dirt bikes, coincidentally, here in 2020. I took dirt bike riding much seriously. And then uh, after riding bikes for a little while and realizing that the dirt bike's going to throw you off and you're going to crash a bunch and those things are hard to control, I knew I needed to work out and get stronger. So that's another reason why I started uh, wanting to work out and train and get stronger. So, uh... Once I started working out regularly, I just got addicted. I just, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with bettering myself, seeing the results. Like after a couple weeks, and then seeing my body change and form into something that was, you know, to my liking. You know, uh, I like to see the results, dude. It was really cool. Okay, today's gonna be a little bit different. It is a bit different. We're talking about fitness here, boy. Okay, now, 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 now. Um, so, I lived in Kent. That lasted until May of 2020. And then I moved to Enumclaw. I moved to a house in Enumclaw that was owned by a lady. And she ran a, what's it called? Like a dog farm? A dog breeder. She was a dog breeder. What kind of dogs were they? Beagles. They were beagles. So, she had a beagle breeding, basically like a farm, on uh, her property. This was in uh, next to Nolte State Park in Enumclaw, Washington. All right, look it up, Nolte State Park. I lived right across the street. There's a small lake to the east side of southeast side of Nolte State Park, Nick Nolte State Park, and uh, it's called Muskrat Lake. And there's a house right on Muskrat Lake. Um, I lived there. A couple of my roommates... One of my roommates was this uh, dude. He was in his 40s. Complete alcoholic. Uh, didn't talk to him much. Another roommate was a super unhealthy guy. Probably in his 60s. Forgot his name, but he was kind of weird. And then some other older gal moved into... I'm telling you, it was a farm, dude. on In Enumclaw. And uh, it was pretty weird. I was definitely out of place. But again... I didn't have very good credit, and this was just a room that I could afford. And again, you know, living in these mixed, shared room situations, I just stayed in my room as much as I could. Um, now, what sucked about Qua was the Wi-Fi barely worked, and phone reception barely worked. I had to go out to the like driveway to use my phone, and it still barely got any reception. So essentially... Enumclaw. The reason I moved there is because it was super close to Black Diamond, and that's where my the community I was listening agent at. So I would just go to the model home and basically stay there like all day long, even during this like shutdown lockdown period. I stayed at this uh, model home. Just I would just go there in the morning, leave at night. I would stay there all day long, <laughs> and uh, it actually it helped me get very familiar with the the house features the the builder the product and i I believe it really helped me become a better um sales agent representative for the company i i had a good time they're really nice houses so i didn't mind being there at all so i lived in enumclaw for two months and then i finally finally got my own apartment in seattle oh you just got beamed you fucking loser well no more swears I got an apartment in Seattle, Beacon Hill, South Graham Street, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I was super stoked. Now, this is kind of like where I leveled up because instead of living in these shared house places, I actually got an official apartment and my credit score was just barely good enough to get in there. I think I paid first and last month rent and a deposit and uh, got an apartment. So that was June of 2020. All right, so June 2020, get the apartment, so things are going good. Um, I had my dirt bike inside the apartment, I had my other bike inside the apartment, so I was trying to stay active, I was staying active as much as I could. Now, I wasn't fully addicted to working out and health and fitness just yet, this was like a process, but I was still doing like little home workouts, home workouts, just trying to get better, trying to get healthier. But I was really focusing on my health. That was number one. Really focusing on my health, my eating food, cooking my own food. You know, I still had bingers. I still would, like, have certain times of the year when I would just, you know, didn't give an F about what I ate. I would eat an entire pizza for no reason at all. I would eat ice cream. But most importantly, throughout all this, I was still learning about this CLF protocol and I was really focused on the benefits of essentially um healing my metabolism. So, I was really focused a lot on real estate and my health and my mental health and all this stuff. So, I was just getting better. I was just getting better at life, really focusing on myself. Self-care, that's what it was. That was a whole year of self-care. So, now let's jump into I guess April of, you know, 2021, the next year, April. Now, April of 2021, I started actually buying some workout gear, some weights, some training stuff, some uh, dumbbells. I got some kind of like little mini barbell thing and then a workout bench. And I also bought some pre-workout. Sell you all. I got some pre-workout. And once I got pre-workout, that stuff gets you all sorts of jazzed up and uh, then I really started lifting weights just right there in my in my apartment um and I was doing basically full body workouts for about a month or two and then I started getting into splits right you know not the splits not a Van Damme split style but I'm talking about like workout splits meaning I'll train my back and biceps one day then my chest and triceps the next day, shoulders, and then legs. I would just separate out these days. And so I was on like a good, you know, um, program, just basically teaching myself, watching YouTube videos, um, reaching out to freaking weight, uh, like trainers and stuff, like talking to people on Instagram, you know, just messaging people because they love talking about fitness. You know, anybody that's into fitness They love talking about it. So you can ask them questions and they're easy to reach out to. Slide into the D. M. So people were helping me and giving me pointers. And uh, where are we at here? Oh, almost an hour. All right. So um, I'm learning bodybuilding. So I'm getting into it. All right. Taking it serious. Um, April. Now I, I continue to... Acquire uh workout gear, weights, another bench, um, more. I'm just getting picking up more stuff. So I moved out of that Seattle apartment in July of 2021. So April started buying weights, July 2021, moved out, moved into Edmonds to the house that I'm in right now. All right. It's owned by my buddy Sam. And I live in the downstairs of his house in Edmonds, Washington. Okay. I'm moving out in a couple of weeks. Just bought a house in Tacoma. Bye. So, um I've built a freaking home gym in the garage here. So I started working out in this garage. You know, I'm still doing it 4 or 5 days a week. And I'm tracking all my progress, tracking my workouts, and I'm still learning, still learning form, focusing on like form and really just taking it super seriously. Now, I didn't want to join a gym just yet. I didn't want to join a gym exactly just yet. I wanted to work out. My idea was to work out for a year and to sort of like get stronger, get a little bit bigger and learn how to do it, you know? Like, you know, get with the program. I wanted to like kind of just get with the program of fitness and bodybuilding and kind of have some knowledge and know-how before I hit a gym. So it wasn't until... 2022, this year, March, I found a gym in Teo called Immortals Fitness. And I joined that gym. Now, this is a private gym. So you got to have a little key code access to get in. The door is always locked. It's a private gym, but it's open 24 hours. So I was going at nighttime. I'd go at like eight, nine, 10, 11. I was there at midnight sometimes working out, by myself, because I didn't want to work out with anybody yet. I was kind of too scared to work out with people. (laughs) I had, like, uh, gym anxiety. And I've learned that this is pretty common. This is a pretty common thing to have. Gym anxiety. Anxiety. Welcome to life. So, uh, once I got over my gym anxiety, I just... I wanted to actually, like, be around people. I kind of got to a, a level and a point where I wanted to be around other people, so I started going during the day, around like 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I went in the middle of the, middle of the day, and, um, you know, I uh, started meeting people, you know, started working out with other individuals, and talking to people, and, you know, sharing ideas, and stories, and learning, and asking questions, and it was cool, um, so I'm still at that gym today, you know, fast forward, where are we at? September. It's the last day of September. It's October. So March, April, May, June, July, August. What's that? September. Yeah. So six months, dude. I've been at this gym for six months now. And that is what leads me to today here, boys and girls. All right. <laughs> that was That's my fitness story. That's my fitness journey. Um. Yeah, dog. I mean, that's really about it. Now, there's a book uh, that's coming out here. Now, going back to the CLF protocol, there is a book coming out. It's written by a gal named Caitlin R. Hardigan. It's called The Iron Protocol. Now, iron is everywhere. I think there's a lot of iron overload in people's bodies. A lot of people are magnesium deficient. So there's this book coming out. It's called The Iron Protocol. I recommend you checking it out. I'm going to check it out. Now, there's another book... That you can get started with. It's called "How to Heal Your Metabolism" by Kate Deering. Should we look it up? Um, hey brother, let's look that bad boy up. Oops, how do you spell heal? Metabolism. How to heal your how do what? How to heal your metabolism? All right, there it is, boyfriends. How to Heal Your Metabolism by Kate Deering. All right. Um, I recommend people check this book out. You can also follow Kate Deering on the Instagrams. It's Kate Deering Fitness. She provides a lot of good information. There's another gal. Um, shoot. Kitty Blumfield, I think her name is. Let's look it up. Kitty. yep kitty blomfield b-l-o-m-f-i-e-l-d kitty blomfield check her out she uh actually helps a lot of women with their health so matt ba- matt blackburn kate deering and kitty blomfield go check them out they have a lot of uh a lot of information there's another gal That I follow too. I forgot her name, but if I'm smart, I will leave the links down in the description here. So I recommend checking those people out. They can help you. Um, They've helped me quite a bit. And I think I'm on the right track to bettering my health. You know, I'm only getting stronger and healthier. So another benefit about, you know, health and where this all kind of ties into, you know, the thesis of this program. You you know, I'm categorized under mental health. All right. My podcast is categorized under mental health because essentially at the end of the day, that's what I care most about. Um, now fitness ties in with your mental health because you know, you go to the gym, you work out, like training, like lifting weights, it actually just makes you feel better. Like it really, really does, dude. You go to the gym. And you get done, you get, you know, you're all sweaty and you're worked and your muscles are sore, but like it just, it does something to your brain, man. It really makes you feel better. So I highly recommend it. And if you're just getting into fitness, man, if you have any questions, if anybody has any questions, please like just ask me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's all going to come down to the, the first thing I talked about, the LDC, you know, loving yourself. That's number one. All right. Learn how to love yourself. All right. Do that figure it out, get over your bullshit, heal yourself mentally. Learn how to love yourself because that's what's going to give you the desire to be better. You need the desire to want to be better. You need that. You truly effing need that. Now, some people, you know, they go to the gym and hire a trainer, which I totally understand. It's because they need the motivation. You know, they don't they can't give themselves that motivation to just get in there and slam it out. So, you know, loving yourself, the desire to better yourself, and then the commitment and the discipline. You need to commit yourself to this and have the discipline to just go through it. And I'm telling you, man, it's awesome. I really, really like it. I love it, as a matter of fact. So that essentially concludes my show today. Um, That's it. That's my health journey. You know, I care about y'all's physical health. Your mental health And uh, Just everything that goes along with it So We are going to End the show on that note I hope this was a doozy I hope you guys enjoyed it Um, I've got a bunch of shows planned out What do I got? Today was uh, Episode 4, The Fitness Journey You know, I want to talk about I want to talk about, you know, the importance of affirmations, you know, that was one of the things we talked about today, but, you know, affirming your beliefs and changing your subconscious thought, you know, there was another topic I talked on about, you know, being hard on yourself. I want to get into that a little more. So I also want to get into the reason why I want to be rich. Excuse me? You want to be rich? Yeah. I do want to be rich. I want to talk about money and success and what that means. Okay? So there is going to be an episode about that. I'm going to have an episode about how to sleep better. Um, You know what I'm talking about. There's just... There's I'm going to have an episode about why I believe in God. What? Yeah. I'm going to talk about... G-O-D, my guy, why I believe in God, Alright. I right? there's, there's so much stuff that we want to get into, I want to get into, I can dive deep into all these different regions, regions, I want to talk about, I want to talk more about meditation, I want to talk about success, how to achieve success, the law of attraction, oh, I want to talk about morning routines too, what? That's right. A lot of people have been talking shit about... Oh, gosh. Another swear word. Loose cannon this guy is, huh? Yeah, so a lot of people have been talking smack about morning routines. And you know what? I get it. They're pretty annoying. They're pretty annoying, you know, hearing about people's morning routines. But I'm a firm believer in it. I'm a firm believer in the morning routine, so there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that. Anyways, we got a bunch of episodes planned, and today is episode four. Gonna be banging these out every week. My guy. All right, my bros. Thanks for joining me. I really enjoy doing this, and hopefully it's getting better. All right. Talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Love ya.